0: Today, on the Locked On Blues podcast, I'm going to give all my thoughts on the Nick Letty trade, the lack of other trades, and some of the other trades in the NHL. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Washington Capitals-St. Louis Blues game tonight. And I'm also going to be giving my thoughts on Vladimir Tarasenko, because there is a report that he has maybe potentially had a change of heart. Who knows all that and more? Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and like your number source for daily blues content. I'm coming to you live from my spring break, so it's going to be very action packed for sure. Um, I think to start, I'm going to be talking about Nick Letty. Uh, what he brings to the team, all that sort of thing. Um, Probably to take me one, probably bleed into the second segment as well. Uh, In the second segment, I'm going to talk about, you know, Vladimir Tarasenko, because there was one report that mentioned that he, uh, the whole trade request hasn't been an issue all year. So do that what you will. That might not necessarily mean that um, he's rescinded his trade request, but I'm going to talk about that in the second segment. And then the third segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Capitals game. Now, this is probably going to be up on YouTube before the game and, uh, Spotify, and those places after the game. So if you're watching on YouTube, it'll still be timely, but uh, I think it won't be uh, up on the listening platforms until afterwards. So I'm not going to go into too, too much detail into the Capitals game because I know Tommy did that yesterday. But before I get into any of that, want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, the St. Louis Blues acquired 31 year old left defenseman nick letty in exchange for oscar Sundquist, jake wallman and a second round pick now i'm gonna break down break down this deal uh they also required luke witkowski another def- depth defenseman um so the way that i've been looking at this deal um Oscar Sundqvist is a player who is unfortunately a shell of his former self. Uh, Obviously a huge instrumental part of the cup run. Uh, Spectacular player, you know, sort of a a Swiss Army knife player for the Blues. Um, But tore his ACL, unfortunately, and has not been close to the same since, you know, we've talked about it, excuse me, a lot on this podcast, how he isn't even able to extend his knee all the way due to scar tissue and I mean you can tell that it's just something that's really um really weighing on him and, and you know preventing him from being the player that he once was. So as much as it sucks to see Sonny go, it makes sense. He was making a little bit more money than you would have liked for a player of his caliber due to that injury. Um and, you know, it, it, it stinks. Um Sonny was loved here. He still will be loved in St. Louis, one of my favorite players. Um Great energy, great locker room guy. But so that that is um, probably the biggest biggest painful uh, part of the trade for me. But Jake Wallman getting shipped out too uh, is tough to see. You know, I do think Nick Letty is a bit of an upgrade over Wallman for sure. Um, Wallman, on the other hand, had that youth and he had that bond with, with Cairo and Thomas. And I don't want to read too much into it, you know, but you want to keep your star players happy. Uh and I know they understand it as a business. I don't think Jordan is gonna go out and request a trade because they traded his friend Jake Wallman, but definitely a bit of a a bit of a tough blow to see, you know, Jordan Cairo's best friend on the team get traded away. Um, and you know, Robert Thomas as well. A lot of those young guys, they all got along really well. I know Cairo and Wallman were even friends back when they were both in the AHL. So that was definitely a tough part of it. But in terms of the upgrade, um, you know. It definitely you def defense definitely gets a little bit better with Letty over Wallman. Um and especially being able to move um a guy like Nico Mikula down to the third the pairing probably permanently is gonna be nice as well. Uh so I'm a little bit more optimistic about this trade than I was when it initially reported. Um and then the way that I look at it is so Nick Letty was traded for Oscar Sunfist. Luke Witkowski was traded for Jake Wallman, and the Blues had to give up a second round pick in order for a salary to be retained. It's not ideal, but when you look at it like that, and you look at it as if this the standpoint that they're going to, this is sort of a precursor to hopefully a bigger move um, in the offseason when they have more cap space, uh, that could be beneficial uh, for the Blues in the long run. Um, so that being said, I'm going to continue to talk about the trade a little bit more, talk about Nick Letty, what he brings to the team, You know what what I'm expecting to see out of him tonight and for the rest of the season moving forward. In the second segment, but first, got to tell you guys about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Now, it's that time of year, or BetOnline.net, excuse me. It's that time of year again, as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, cont- contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all the sports betting, wagering, information needs you may have, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. And we'll be right back with the second segment. All right, let's talk about Nick Levy. So, Blues needed a left defenseman. That's that's no secret. Um, they didn't get Ben Sherratt, they didn't get Hampus Lindholm. And they did not get jacob chikarin and they did not get travis antheim and they did not get Ivan proher they did not get a single name that had been mentioned on the podcast in the days and the weeks leading up to the trade deadline but who they did get is nick letty now nick letty is a really really good puck moving defenseman uh that is his biggest strength for sure is moving the puck out of his own zone starting a rush and that's definitely something that the blues struggle with however it's not the biggest weak point of the Blues' defense. The Blues, in my opinion, needed a guy who could take some of the weight off of Pareko's shoulders. Now, Nick Letty could take some of the weight off Pareko's shoulders because Pareko is definitely being asked to kind of uh, hold more of an offensive uh, play style this season when Nico Mikola was on his pairing. And if Nick Letty you know, can, can be that puck mover for that line, if he's on that pairing, that is, which I'm assuming he will be, if Nick Letty is able to be the puck mover for that line and, 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 um, you know, allow Colton Pareko to sit back and be more defensive focused, that could be a, a bit of an upgrade for both of them. You know, not only are we getting an upgrade at that lefty position for the first pairing, but we're also getting, you know, Colton Pareco playing better hockey because he's not being asked to do something that's sort of out of his play style. Um, but like I said, the Blues didn't necessarily have puck-moving defensemen as their biggest need. I think I thought they needed like a, a shutdown guy. Um, you know that would have been really nice. Uh, obviously, those are hard to come by in the NHL. Hampus Lindholm probably was the closest name traded in terms of who could have fit that need for the St. Louis Blues, but that would have came with a much bigger asking price and also an eight-year extension that he got from Boston. So. I don't know if Hampus Lindholm was the long-term solution for the Blues defense. Anyways, especially already having multiple guys that are going to be on the wrong side of thirty uh, with contracts expiring. You know those eight-year deals. It would have been it would have put the Blues in a very difficult situation to have their top four basically shored up uh, with you know Krug, Falk, and Pareko all on long-term contracts. Um, you know, so it would have been it would have been tough to to maneuver around that defense with pretty much that top four being locked up. So I like this move in the long term for the Blues. I think it gives them a lot more flexibility to do something in the offseason if they need to, you know, if they want to upgrade that position in a different way, if they want to go out and upgrade their bottom six, which now is a little bit weaker with Sunquist's departure, even though Sonny wasn't doing the best job. Um, it's, it's interesting. You know, there's a lot that comes with it. Um, it's going to give a guy like Nathan Walker maybe a chance to play, Dakota Joshua, Logan Brown, guys that have shown some promise and just haven't really gotten a ton of playing time, they're going to be asked to do a lot more now with Oscar Sundquist's departure. Um, So we could see, you know, Clem Costin getting a bigger role. Who knows? Um, There's a lot lot that could come from this trade besides just Nick Letty being on the Blues. Now, Nick Letty uh, is a guy that was, I think he had like 51 points two years ago. So he is playing on the Detroit Red Wings, who are really, really bad. If he can return to that player that he was two seasons ago and, you know, be putting up a point every other game, producing a ton of offense, whatever. And he wasn't, again, he was on the third pairing in Detroit, getting very sheltered minutes. Now he's going to be on the first pairing. Who knows? It, there's a very good chance that this is a career resurgence for Nick Letty and he's able to go on and, and be really, really successful with the Blues this season. My worry is that he's kind of past his prime. Um it, He's, he is only thirty one, which means he should have a couple years left in the tank. Especially at the defensive position, they typically tend to to peak a little bit later than forwards. So I don't think that he's just gonna be, you know, a shell of himself. I don't think that he's washed, fallen off a cliff. Um, maybe he's lost a step. Maybe. Uh, but I I, I don't know. I, I think I think Nick Letty is gonna play a lot better in St. Louis than he did in Detroit just because of the the players around him and the fact that he's not stuck on the third pairing. Um, I don't know if Nick Letty moves the needle enough to help the Blues compete for a Stanley Cup, especially considering what other teams went out and did. Um, you know, so it, it's it's interesting. It's, it's, it's going to be – only time will tell. And that's why I think tonight's game against the uh, Washington Capitals is going to be very interesting to see how Nick Letty does because – I don't know if we all you all remember, but Marco Scandella got traded here, and in his first ten games, on a pairing with Colton Pareko, looked like a number one defenseman, or looked like a you know a number one and two defenseman. The two of them did that pairing was spectacular. Um, eventually, Scandella kind of puttered out and, and didn't you know didn't uh, maintain that momentum. But even if we can get you know a, a short burst of Nick Letty having that chemistry with Colton Pareko, it would be t- highly beneficial. Um, for both parties. I talked about about that a lot in the first segment. I think if if Nick Levy is able to improve Colton Pareko's stock, like Pareko is able to play better as a result, this trade would be much more of a W than I think it is at the moment. Um, I, right now, I think this trade is neutral. I don't think it's a good trade. I don't think it's as, as an atrocious of a trade as I thought it was yesterday. I was a little reactionary, a little disappointed, but I don't think it was you Know an awful trade. I don't think we're gonna be looking at this trade back in, in a few years and be like, Wow, one of the worst trades Doug Armstrong has ever made. Yeah, that's losing that second round pick in such a st- stacked draft class stinks. Um, but they kept their first, and you know, hopefully that second round pick will be near the end of it, anyways, and will basically be a third round pick. Who knows? Um, but I think the biggest question marks are can Nick Letty uh, maintain or return to that form that he had two seasons ago when he was putting up almost 50 points? Um, and can he help Colton Pareco return to form where he was three years ago in that cup run? Because we haven't seen that version of Colton Pareko in a while because he hasn't had a guy like Jay Bomey, to rely on in a while. Um, so hopefully, you know, both of those things can occur and Colton Pareco can, you know, reach the next level. Uh, we all kind of expected out of him, um, after that cup run when he was so, so dominant. Um. Now, moving on from the trade talk, I do want to go over a report uh, regarding Vladimir Tarasenko. Now, this is a Luke Korak tweet, uh, Armstrong, Doug Armstrong, mentioning the Tarasenko trade talk. He said, quote, no, that Vladdy thing went away pretty quickly when training camp became into play. He's having a great year. That hasn't been an issue, and it wasn't an issue for anyone, quite honestly, all year. So... I mean, that's not saying much, you know, there's no, there's no line in there that says like, Oh yeah, you know, he's happy to be here. He wants to stay here. But what that is saying is that he is not like a Jake Debrusque situation where he was still openly asking to be traded right up until the trade deadline. Like, yeah, he's playing well, but he still wants out. Like from, from the way that that tweet is phrased, it, it makes me assume that Tarasenko hasn't expressed his desire to be traded at all during the season. Now, does that mean that once the offseason rolls around, he's not going to, you know, tap Doug on the shoulder and be like, hey, by the way, still, wanted, still want to get traded, just didn't want to bring this up during the season? That's a very—I I still think that that's a likely possibility, but I don't think it's as much of a guarantee as it was when the trade request officially was made public. Uh, and I've said this before. We've got— throughout months and months and months of rumors we got two substantiated tweets or like three substantiated tweets that there was a trade request made um, a few months prior and they were working on something a lot can change between now and then especially you know playing in front of the fans uh, having as successful of a season as he as he is playing with guys like Ivan Barbashev and Pavel Poch um, who knows you know maybe maybe he's had a change of heart I don't think that that tweet Guarantees that he's going to be, you know, a blue for life or anything like that, but I think it's the best news that we've gotten all season. It's been very, very quiet on that front. Um, and that is, a you know, a good thing, but it also could just be, you know, there's an unspoken agreement that we're going to find a trade whenever possible, you know, or, or he'll walk away after his contracts. And we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, uh, with that, but I'm very optimistic with the way that that sounded. Um, now, in this third segment, I'm going to talk a little bit briefly about the Washington Capitals game. Because, like I said, if you're watching this on YouTube, the game's probably about to start. But if you're listening to it, uh, wherever you get your podcast, the game's probably already happened. So I'm going to kind of give a more broad approach, Approach talk about the new-look Blues with Nick Letty, what I expect to see tonight and moving forward. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But first, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible For your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could need brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. I'll be right back with the final segment. All right. So, St. Louis Blues take on the Washington Capitals tonight. I want to see right now um, whether it's at 7 or 8. Uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time. So, yeah, pretty pretty soon after this episode, we'll go live on YouTube most likely. Uh, the Blues will be taking on the Washington Capitals. Um, Nick Letty is making his debut. Uh, so, what do I expect to see out of Nick Letty tonight? And can that be a precursor for the rest of the season? Now, Nick Letty, like I talked about earlier, is a puck-moving defenseman, uh, a guy that's able to make the breakout pretty pretty smoothly uh, and play well. That being said, I'm expecting the Blues breakouts to be pristine tonight. Um, I think if you're bringing in a guy like Nick Letty and you're you're primarily focusing on moving the puck, getting out of the zone, I expect the Blues to play a pretty strong north-south game um, while sticking to their physical style of play. I think Nick Letty could gel really well with a guy like Jordan Cairo. Hitting him on those breakout passes, uh, and, and his speed, just blinding defenses. I think those two could be a bit of a dynamic duo. Uh that, that whole line in general uh could be pretty exciting to see with Nick Letty uh being able to move the puck so well. Um but I don't know. I, I just I, I want responsible defense from from Nick Letty and the rest of the blues. We always talk about um the the best the best game from defensemen, you know, unless it's a guy like Kale McCarr who's putting up or Roman Yossi who's putting up, you know, like four points a game. Um, the best game from defensemen are ones where you don't really notice them that much. And hopefully, um Nick Letty doesn't really, you know, have any of those gaffes or turnovers or anything like that. Um, you know, and 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 if if we're not screaming Nick Letty's name at all, you know, at the TV, that means it's a good night. Unless it's in a positive way, like holy crap, Nick Letty, what a pass. Uh, it, it's it's definitely tough. I don't know if he's practiced with the team yet. Maybe at think like a morning skate, so he's gonna be kind of working his way into things for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I number one thing is the breakouts of the Saint Louis Blues, something that they've kind of struggled with, uh, turning the puck over the, in their own zone a lot, not stringing passes together. A guy like Nick Letty probably instantly becomes maybe their best breakout defenseman. Um, that is, you know, kind of his only really elite skill at this moment in time that at least that from what we've seen this year so it'll be really nice to to sort of see him get a few assists spearhead some goals would be amazing would put a huge huge sense of relief in myself and hopefully the rest of the, uh, the blues fans as well those that are still skeptical about this trade um that being said my lockdown player of the game is Nick Letty uh I didn't listen to tommy's solo so maybe he gave the same answer but it's it's a cop-out answer it's an easy answer uh, but i think like i said if nick letty can sort of reestablish the pace of the st louis blues they've been really struggling a lot lately um not really been able to string wins together consistently for a couple weeks now so if nick letty can kind of reignite the blues offense a little bit all while being uh, comfortable and confident in his own zone and making plays and and, and you know taking the, the load off of... I'm, I don't know who's starting a goal tonight, actually. It's um, a good question. Whoever's in net, um, I, I would hope that they... Uh, oh, there are seven defensemen as well. So I would hope that they get a bit of an easier night tonight because of the addition of Nick Letty. Um, Billy Husso is going to be the starter tonight. Um, so Billy Husso can hopefully get... Um, himself some some easier looks than he has been in some previous games, because I expect Nick Letty to elevate the rest of the defense as well, with a guy like Nico Mikola being able to comfortably shift down to the third line, where he's looked really, really strong this season on that third pairing. Uh, the Krug-Falk pairing is going to be good. It always is. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Nick Letty is able to do all of those things and more, and I can look like a fool for how upset I was about the trade initially. But that being said, that is all the time I have for you guys today on the Lockdown Blues Podcast. I want to thank you all so much for listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening. Hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. Leave a like and a comment as well. We try to interact with every comment that you guys leave. Um, I'm probably going to honestly go do that now on some of the previous videos. So yeah, leave a comment. We'll interact with it. We'll mention it in the next episode. If you guys have a hot take or anything like that, so let us know there. Uh, follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked on Blues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. You can follow Tommy on Twitter at T 15 Like I said, thanks so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.